But the reality is we're human. And when we're on social media and we're only seeing the highlight reel, when something human pops up, something relatable, something vulnerable, that builds trust. Then what I have to do is offer them something that has a high enough perceived value to overcome their desire to not get pitched or spammed or bothered or annoyed. I have to go on a gut level first and foremost. What sells me? How do we take some of the repetitive, quote unquote, bureaucratic tasks out of the hands of the rep and automate those to free up time for them to spend selling? How can we create a place where it's positive, where there's nothing but motivation, education, and inspiration, and how can we do it consistently? Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining us on the Digital Selling Secrets podcast and show. Once again, we're here with another fantastic guest, but before we uh, introduce our guest, I want to introduce our co-host, Gary Dennis. Hello, everyone. And, and me, Jerry Moneycarote. This podcast and show is brought to you by B2B Digital Selling Secrets book, and we have a special offer for all of you listeners out there. In, uh, at the end of the show, we'll give you a little information about that special offer. But with that being said, let me introduce really quickly our special guest today. This is a leadership coach, a leadership coach that will teach you how to become profitable, and an author. It is Renee Johnson. And Renee, give you the floor. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, thank you, Gary. And Gary, thank you, guys. You know, I'm very passionate about leadership. That's, that has, like, I'm glad that you started with that because I truly believe that it can make a difference in our lives, in our careers, in our business, and really important, the communities at large. And that's what we're seeing right now in our environment that we're in and how powerful leaders can or cannot be. And my charge is to, is to work with leaders to find their voice so that they can achieve the visions they never thought possible. And, and that's what we mainly focus on and in that, helping them become profitable leadership leaders from the inside out. And the consciousness that's going on right now in our society is going to require transformation of leaders. The, the profit is different. It, it, will, it will affect your bottom line, yes, but it's got to be a holistic approach. And, and if you, that's an area that we're really passionate and working on. In fact, my second book will be more uh, mainly about that as well. So, Renee, thank you so much for uh, giving us that quick rundown. But really quickly, you know, your book, Leaving Your Comfort Zone, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, we, we talked during the intro about conf confidence blockers. Can you mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that, what that means and how that applies to us in the digital world, specifically in sales? You bet. As I was sharing with you guys, um, so my book, Leaving Your Comfort Zone, is a, has, covers six key core power zone principles. It teaches the reader how to identify what their power zone is and then how to move into that and be in it more often than not. And one of the principles there in there is identifying um, and overcoming uh, the four confidence blockers. And through years of research and working with thousands of clients, I, I identified these four key things, and that is your fears. And you may say, well, that's obvious. But actually, there is four different fears, and they interact with each other, and they can be hidden, and we don't realize how we've actually uh, 
cultivated the behaviors and the beliefs where we tolerate it. It becomes normal. And when that, those are being bred, then it affects our internal barriers. And internal barriers, particularly in, in the digital selling era, is, is powerful to understand because of it creates thought blockers. And it doesn't allow us to, to communicate at a higher level in the discovery process with our prospect or, or with we're working with employees in our culture because we're already in this automatic mode. You know, our thoughts are, are like breathing. Unless we are choking, we don't really pay attention, you know, too much on, on the day-to-day. And then the, the, four, the third one is, is a lack of assertiveness. So the opposite of that is unleashing your assertiveness. And that's powerful and, and it's going to require you to build your confidence and, and to really uh, unleash these uh, blockers in a way that it supports you to stand in your own and your truth. And mainly in the era that you're, or the um, segment that you're talking about here with sales, time management is a huge issue. And that's one of my main, I have a program called the self-honoring approach to managing time. And I talk about that in that section of that chapter in, you know, up-leveling your value and how you use your time is, is key to unleashing your assertiveness to honor yourself, honor your strengths, honor your why, and making a difference in your life and others, whether you're leadership or you're in sales. So that's all about unleashing this assertiveness. And then the fourth one is about, um, self-care and self-care we don't always think about that in confidence right and and it's about committing to self-care and when we are not filling up our self-care reservoir how do we feel I mean think about the COVID times right now now people are their routines and so forth are changing and you may not get you you don't have the highs and lows where you're working really hard during the week and then all of a sudden let's go play and let's go do something and and it's an automatic kind of recharge or you lay on the couch and meditate you know to the tv so you've got to learn how to balance that flow so you re refill your reservoir because what i find is that the fastest way that we will move away from our confidence is if we don't feel worthy of showing up in our higher self. And that, if we are not filling up our value through self-care, we then can't do what? We can't honor our time. Right. We're, we're gonna tolerate more, we're, gonna, it, we're, we're not gonna say no like we need to, or push ourselves and be deliberate. We're, we're gonna let the chatter in our head take over and we're gonna start believing it. And then what happens is that our fears take a life of their own, their alter ego, and so, like in leadership, I know, like we would talk about self-esteem, you've got to help them see the best in them. And the fastest way and the cheapest way to talk about profitable is to recognize individuals and help them see that potential and give constructive feedback that calls them up, not call them out. That's so important. And I, I often go in and assess companies or my team and I do. And one of the top three concerns that employees share is we don't get regular feedback and they don't listen to our feedback. And so now you're squelching the opportunity to build confidence in your culture, to, 
to bring forth innovative ideas to get people more accountable for your vision on their own. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Renee, you, you mind if I uh, clear, get some clarification around uh, one one point? So you mentioned assertiveness, right? Mm -hmm. And and every every team uh, interacts differently, obviously, and there's an environment um and it, maybe it's always been there maybe it's just been um more magnified uh, over the past you know you know 10 years five years whatever of uh people being easily offended by things you know mm. um and so i've done some different training programs i've i've observed some different things and, and some of some of the ideas go go back you know further than the past five or ten years but um it's, it seems like um, we have to be more cautious in this day and age of offending people. I could be completely wrong, but it seems like that's um, so. Oh, I think it kind of. So, yeah. yeah, I was just going to, if I could just add to that, you know, the whole ca cancel culture versus sensitivity. Ah. So, yeah, go yeah. ahead, Gary. So, with the assertiveness, um, and I've seen different types of training, like say something good. Then, then, you know, you don't want to be too direct because if you're too direct, it's like, oh my gosh, he, he just, he just asked me to, uh, to do something uh, or uh, versus, <laughs> versus, um, you know, saying something positive, focusing on something positive, yeah. then asking for something. And I think sales leaders, uh, see it quite a bit. And, and, you know, I've worked in the startup, uh, world plus I've worked in the corporate world. Um, I mm -hmm. feel like the startup world is a little bit more like, Hey, let's get together. Let's get the job done. Hey, you do this, you do that. Okay. It sounds good. Let's go. And, and sometimes in more of the corporate world, um, mm -hmm. you may say something and, and like, Oh my gosh, you just, you know, mm -hmm. you didn't use the right tone or you didn't, you know, uh, preface it with something positive or you didn't, yeah. um, I don't, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on, okay. on being assertive to get the job done, yeah. but at the same yeah. time, not hurting people's feelings at the same time? Great question. You're right. The sensitivity level has uh, really, <laughs> I mean, we could talk all day about that out in the culture. <laughs> okay, well, we want, we want, we'll keep, we'll keep it positive. Um, so let's, let's first define the difference between aggressive and assertiveness. Okay. And I think that's, that's key because I'll often share that and they'll go, well, that's, you know, we don't, we don't want to be assertive. Well, what, how do you define that? What do you mean? So aggressiveness is where you're forcing your idea and it's your way or no way, hit the highway, right? Right. And, and, and you're just, you're just descent on everybody else. Assertiveness is where you are coming from a place that you know what you stand for. And when you know what you stand for, you know your values and you know how to use those to inspire change in yourself and inspire change in others. So when you're assertive, then you are communicating from a place of belief in yourself and those values that you're wanting to communicate and see change in the culture in a way that inspires other people to see the value that how it serves them as well. So the fundamentals of that is you, you've really got to, um, the assertiveness is how do we align people and enlist them with our vision? How do we call them up to these values? Because values are our core motivating factor. That's how we as human beings make our decisions. That's how we attract each other 
and connect without saying words. There's an energetic exchange, proven scientific. This is not a woo-woo thing. And it's not about morals, okay, or good or bad. It is values. And you guys know this, like you, if you have somebody that approaches you and they're selling you something, but their lifestyle doesn't show that they believe in the value, what do you think? You kind of go, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. Yep. 